0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 58 of the 2018 WEG Show on the Horse Radio Network for September 21st. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Horseware, Baits, Saddles, and Bed and Barn Farms.
0: Woohoo! USA wins the Woo-hoo! jumping gold! It was a team good USA. day here in Tryon. We give you the complete wrap-up down to the thrilling jump-off, plus another busy day covering para-dressage, team championships, driving dressage, and vaulting. We, we also hear sound from many riders across the the board. Listen in.
2: Welcome to the 2018 WEG Show, your home for all the news and views of the 2018 World Equestrian Games.
1: This is Wendy Ying
0: and this is Glenn the Geek, and we are your hosts and guides to the 2018 World Equestrian Games.
3: The Swedish take a silver, Jeremy take the bronze, and we've still got individual competition on Sunday. The
0: sound of victory right there. That's right. That was <laughs> so exciting. It was very exciting. And to help us cover it, we have these two. Tonight of all nights, for you guys to start on the mics, you picked the right night. Samantha has to be, like, kicking herself tonight. <laughs> yes, she <is>. She's sad. She's <laughs> sad. Ann Glavin of the Chronicle of the Horse, and Aaron Gilmore of Aaron Gilmore Photography. You've both been on our shows uh, many times, but tonight, I got goosebumps right now just sitting here to talk about this.
4: We won! We won. It was something else.
0: We won in a jump off. First of all, this is a team jump off, and we'll we'll have you go through the day, all right? But let's get to the end, because everybody knows. So we're not hiding anything. How unusual is is it for it to be tied in this kind of event? For a team
4: I don't think it's happened before at a world championship, although Laura said that they had to jump off for gold in Hong Kong Olympics, so a couple of them have done it before, but at a world equestrian game's very, very rare.
0: The odds are hard because all the t- the all- to over two days it's all totaled up, and to get exactly the same is very difficult
4: yeah, the mathematics of the first two days are confusing to say it best (laughs) yeah.
5: the (laughs) coefficient is very hard to follow but yet to end up on a tied score is quite quite unusual yeah
0: and we went down to the last ride in a jump off i mean it doesn't get any more exciting than this in this sport period
4: yeah and we're all very thankful that the last ride was mclean (laughs) it is a
5: huge testament to his (laughs) mental strength that he was able to pull that off because i mean you could have heard a pin drop in that arena it was the pressure was and intense, and the arena.
0: Let's talk about the arena because I think you know with this particular wag, that arena was electric today. It was electric today. There it was. was a lot of people there, and you're right. At the end, there it was just t- everybody was tense.
6: <laughs> was. Yeah,
4: yeah, it was stressful, very stressful. I was at the in gate watching everybody, and and I was very stressed out <laughs> and so- excited.
0: So let's talk, walk us through the day. What happened through the day to get to the point where we were at the end of the day?
5: Um, well, you know, so starting, obviously the team round was supposed to be the final round. There wasn't supposed to be a jump off. So, you know, we had, uh, who did we have go first? Uh,
4: oh, Devin, Devin Ryan. Yeah. So Devin Ryan had a rail. Adrian Sternlick had a rail. Laura Kraut went clear. And then we were in gold position. We could have won gold right then and there. McLean Ward just needed to go clear. McLean Ward had a rail. Uh. And he
5: had a rail early in the round, which had all of us. Then we might not even get to jump off for gold because if he had another rail, then we handed it to the Or and, if he had a
4: time file, we would lose. Yeah.
5: Him. So I mean, again, he, McLean is just he's he just knew the master he of his knew as craft. soon as he
4: had the rail, he had to get under the time so that they would have another chance to win gold.
0: No pressure. At no all. pressure. So he did do that. And it is true; these these athletes. They get more pressure from the teams, it seems like, than even individual. Oh, they yeah, just put more sure. pressure on themselves.
4: Yeah, but good pressure because they yeah. all want to work for themselves and they all want to, I mean, for each other. And it's not just them. It's, it's for everybody, not to mention the country, not to mention the home country and everybody <laughs> watching. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so Sweden, was anybody expecting that going in? Yes. Yes, okay.
4: Because Peter Fredriksson is one of the best riders in the world. He is the current individual European champion. He is the Olympic silver medalist. He's amazing. His teammates are amazing. They do well under pressure, too. So I absolutely wasn't surprised that they stepped up the way they did.
5: And I thought they had us there in the jump off when, you know, we kind of had a shaky middle part and they were kind of strong all the way through. I think they all three are all four of their riders. They ended on a score of zero, correct? I think so. Maybe
4: yeah. double check me. But yeah, no, they were they were great. They just were a little fraction off the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So it came down to McLean as the last ride after a long day of riding, okay? And he if he took a rail?
4: Then we would
5: have not won gold. Right. Correct.
4: And
0: that's why there was suspense in the stadium, and it was... Yeah, really,
5: yeah, I and mean, it was just such a long day, and it was so hot. You almost, like, felt bad for the horses out there having to jump off again. Because let's but, remind, you know, it, they, let's they remind everybody,
0: in. they're using the same horse this entire competition. They're yes. not switching. <laughs> not allowed
5: to switch,
4: right. Right,
0: right. So that makes it a whole lot different ballgame in a championship like this. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and in this Nation's Cup, they all have to jump off again. It's not like you can choose one person to go in and do one round. All four had to jump off again. So, yeah, it was pretty intense.
0: So these horses, by the jump off, they had had jumped four times in this competition so far. Right. Yes. That was their fourth round. Yeah. yeah.
4: And they're all in for the individual final on Sunday. So if you notice, there was a victory walk today, yeah, not a victory that. gallop. You're right. <laughs> I noticed that. So they're kind Wendy's of saving like, why didn't these they horses. <laughs> well, <laughs> God forbid they like gallop and then the horse, something happens. Right. Or the horse's brain just gets a little fried from galloping around. So they're going to save it.
0: Well, I I can see why now, yeah. Yeah. So so who do we have going in, who do we have in, like, the top 10 in the individual?
4: It's a great list. It's amazing. Simone Blum is a German rider. She's 29 years old. And this horse she has, DSP Alice, is just this amazing mare that she stepped up with in, like, the last two years, really shown in Aachen, really shown in Europe. This is the first time she's ever been in the USA. Um, I'm really excited to see her. She's leading individually right now. So skipping down a little bit, Lorenzo De Luca. I'm super excited to see what he does because he for sure could win an individual medal, like no problem. If he's on, he's on a super new horse, so there's a little bit iffy. But he's this amazing. Fifth,
5: the weg is his fifth time showing this horse ever, wow. which is just oh my yeah. god, that's crazy. The owner, I believe, totally was crazy. injured and can't ride, so he took over the ride and found himself at a weg, which is not a typical circumstance. They must but have just really clicked. Yeah, he's making the best of it, and they look they look phenomenal out there.
4: Lorenzo's like the best human being. Ever and so nice. So horses love him, and he works really hard. So I've got no doubt that he'll be in there on Sunday. And mm-hmm. Kian O'Connor is hopefully going to oh. help like the Irish with a pretty disappointing week, where yeah. they hope to be in the medals. They're the European team champions, but today none of them went clear. So mm-hmm. Kian, well, and is Good Luck just had one six.
5: super uncharacteristic hind rail. That horse has one of the most phenomenal hind ends I think of any. Yeah. Horse in competition yeah. So I don't think we'll see that again tomorrow or Sunday yeah it's
4: interesting and then danielle goldstein would be another like big redemption story she's eighth individually she's on the israeli team it's their first team ever at away they had a pretty disappointing week too they were out of the team competition but she could come in and win a medal anything can happen really what else do i even (laughs) say um
5: of course there's steve Gerdot and bianca that mare is fantastic she's so feisty and so careful and also had some uncharacteristic faults today, but I will not count them out.
4: Yeah, and Marcus any he won the Aachen Grand Prix, like, what, two months ago with this horse that he has here, and
5: he's in 12th place right now. It's... Um Go ahead, Rowan. And then right above him in eleventh is one of my personal favorite, Rowan Willis. He's known this horse since she was a foal. He's I think believe he's called her one of the most unridable horses he's ever sat on. <laughs> She's just absolutely ballistic, but just wants to get over the fences. And if you watched her today, she was oh, twisting yeah. in the air and doing everything in her power to not touch the fences and she made it through clear, which his first wag, the horse's first wag, it's gotta be just a phenomenal feeling to have produced a horse that didn't he have is carrying you around. Didn't he have a
1: red ribbon tied in her tail? I believe, I'm, I hope
5: you do. It made me laugh. Can. It probably. made
1: me <laughs> laugh I'm like, okay, you probably don't need the red ribbon now, but it's just like a, a little <laughs> icing on the cake. Like, yeah. okay, stay far away <laughs> from her hind
5: end.
0: You know, we, uh, one of the things that we've been talking about all how, however many days we've been here now, which seems like weeks, uh, is women are stepping up and representing across the board here.
4: Yeah, it's about time we got one into the top, 30 top 10. We've got Laura Kraut's world top 30, but for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, from eventing to all the competitions that we've been talking about, even driving today, you know, mm-hmm. we, uh, it's so good to see. And some, sp- some of these disciplines that have been male dominated, it's just so good to see it. Yeah. It means
4: really has been male dominated for a couple of years
5: now.
0: Yeah. It's, it's terrific. So you guys like, how, how can you write about this and just get across <laughs> how a incredible it was
5: it is difficult i tell you what but i mean being there and i mean you can feel just everyone's energy and you know just right down to the last rail i mean that that stadium absolutely exploded so
0: well you're going to hear that we're going to play a little bit of it to close the show out today and then i have the sound from the music was played when they did their uh victory walk mm-hmm. and <laughs> i'm going to play the show out with that because it was incredible to hear that sound and uh, all of us had goosebumps i mean it was just it's just so neat to see. Hopefully, you uh, will get
4: more of it on Sunday. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> I,
0: I was just checking Sunday. It's going to be interesting again because there's a sixty percent chance of rain on Sunday.
4: Ooh, okay, it, that'll be a new <laughs> thing to contend with. I'll
5: take that over this eighty-eight.
4: Degrees, well, that's uh, going to be
0: the thing. It's supposed to be cloudy all day, so oh, if good. we maybe won't die. <laughs> on Sunday
4: that'll give the horses more energy and like take out the tired horse factor yeah. a bit yeah. too. So
0: yeah, we need that cloud cover. It was just brutal last yeah. couple of days. We live in Florida and we were hot, so. <laughs> So it was just brutal. But thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we'll talk to you again on Sunday. Yay! Yes
4: yeah. so Hopefully we'll talk to you yeah. on Sunday. All right. <laughs>
0: plugs time. Your website, Aaron. Uh,
4: Aaron Gilmore Photos, Instagram, and Facebook. I've been posting all the best photos of all the action, and you should definitely check out
5: my photos. She is for sure posting the best photos. For some second best ones, you can check out Chronicle <laughs> of the Horse at <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, the whole nine yards. But yes, Erin is fantastic. Thanks,
4: and the Chronicle Aaron. of the Horse. Thank you so much. Thank you both. <laughs> Thank we'll you. We'll see you again in okay. a couple days. Okay, can't wait. wait we have
0: to well, of the- now we have some sound from the Jumping Press Conference for you. And we have you're going to hear from the chefs from the two countries, Sweden and Germany. And then you're going to, I'm going to play the sound from all of the riders from the United States because we just won gold, and why the heck not? You want to hear from all of them. Yeah, so, we want to hear all of we're them. We're going to hear all of them from the United States. So, Plus, it's a
1: real a real tearjerker.
0: It was. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wait till you hear this. You're going to hear somebody tear up in this press conference. <laughs> it was, I was almost Tears crying. Tears of joy. I was almost Tears crying in there. It was, I know. It was, it was, was great. great. So take a listen. It's worth it.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the press conference, following the team jumping, and something pretty epic this afternoon, I think that's the first time it's gone, we've got to confirm, I think the first time that's gone to a jump off for those final gold medals for a world championship was something very special indeed, and a battle, as we can see, for our three teams there up for the medals. I'm going to go in reverse order, we're going to come to Robert later, because he's going to have lots to say, they're going to be delighted. We're going to come and to all of our medal teams, but let's start with the bronze and Otto Becker. Otto, from your point of view, coming in with a younger team and to come out with a medal with the experience of Marcus setting amongst there, very special, I'm sure. Yeah, we are, I'm very happy,
7: I'm totally happy with this team. We've been here as a team, we fight together as a team. And uh, like we said, with this young and inexperienced team to win here a medal when, when I see all these nations and all these close uh, results, uh, a total compliment to my team and I'm personally very happy that we, we walk all this way through this season and to win here the medal it means a lot to me and I'm, I'm totally happy and uh, special for the team.
3: Well done. Okay, well let's come on to Sweden, Henrik, for the Swedish team. Really an epic battle, like we haven't seen for a very long time, as we said, the first time a jump off for the, for the world title. How are you feeling about your team now playing a big part in that? Well,
7: I think they were slow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only two seconds.
7: <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm super happy with my team. Uh, we, we sat last night uh, and had a talk about this and we said there is a chance to jump off. Uh, we have to do clear rounds to, to get there. Uh, uh, so we, we, I must say we were prepared uh, to go into a jump-off, we were mentally prepared and uh, we knew that uh, our competition would be really fast. We know they're all fast jockeys, so we're going to have to do better than ever before and I, I actually
3: think we we did it maybe better than ever before, but today wasn't fast enough. So let's come on to our gold medal winning team, obviously starting with Robert Ridland. That was some script today, Robert. <laughs> Have you got any words yet?
2: It was unbelievable. I I mean, to start with, this is our sport at its best. First off, the odds were minuscule that there would be a jump off for first place uh, when the points go to 100. But we did see that ahead of time. When we were looking at at the points going in, we saw Sweden was working behind, 8.00 points away. And we, we realized this is a possibility, as well as if we had tied for another medal, how that tie was gonna be broken. It wasn't what we were looking for, um, but the sport doesn't get any better than that. That's just for starters. Uh, I think Adrian, you said it best, uh, let's don't wake up from this dream. I mean, this is what we do for it, it's unbelievable. Uh, so yeah, for starters, that's my answer. Absolutely. And, A
3: little comment, well let's, you mentioned Adrian in there, we'll go to you first. I think this is your first big press conference, isn't it? First championship. (laughs) Uh, Let's bring you into it. (laughs) I think the uh, smile on your face says it all, but but ask it, just tell us a little of what's going on in that head right now.
6: uh, I've been oscillating the states of uh, Tears of Joy, and um my best friends and my family are here and i'm looking at them and i'm like what just happened Um, so uh like i said i I really, really really don't want to be woken up from this dream um uh i love my horse so 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 much and to be able to do it with her but we have such a close partnership and um is uh the most unbelievable mentor for me uh such an important part of my
3: Opportunity. Wonderful. That's what it's all about. Well done. Give him a round of applause. Laura, let's come to you. No tears, Laura.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You've been here. Uh, Arkin, you were a silver medal, I think, Arkin 2006. You've been a gold medalist as well, Olympic Games. Where's this up there right now?
8: Had to win that one with a jump off as well in Hong Kong. I don't know why this seems to happen to us, but anyways, uh, it's right there. I mean, this was to be here in our own country and and uh, to win against such great competitors. I mean, that was that was hard fought all the way to the last rider. It was you know it, it was amazing sport. I don't think we'll ever see something like this again. So thanks to everyone here, Alan and all of all of our supporters and owners and for this opportunity, at my age, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Mia, 30.
3: Laura, from you, what, what's the team, you've been on page teams, what's the team spirit's been like going through this afternoon and, and the support there?
8: Oh, it's been amazing. I mean, we have, I, I, I'm gonna brag, I think we have the best support system in the world, for sure. Um, with Lizzie and Will and, and, you know, and then all of our, our the people who are looking after the horses the veterinarians, the blacksmiths the, I mean the list is endless of, of the people that are making this happen for us um, so you know they, they do everything to make our job as easy as possible and uh, they, they're incredible so yeah it's just I, I, I still can't believe it
3: <laughs> well to come on to Devon Ryan, Devon for those of us that watched Eddie Blue win the American Gold Cup last year as an eight-year-old, 12 months later, it's another bit of gold, but it's a medal this time. It's been quite a quick pass, but it's been a very successful one via the, via the World Cup. How is it feeling now? It has been a very quick
9: year. It's flown by. I mean, a lot has changed over the past 12
10: months for me, and obviously uh, Eddie's proven himself to be a
9: super horse we noticed that um, I sort of was my breakthrough year nobody knew who I was um, I've just been working my way up the ranks building business and developing some young horses and it's finally you know paid off a bit I learned a lot along the road um, I learned a lot today a lot to speak. It's my first real you know championship I mean this this year is the first year ever actually riding a team for or being on a team for any uh, horse type thing you know played sports when I was growing up and everything but Still, uh, it's a big difference, and um, you know the team starts with my family, my owners, and then all these guys sit up at the stage. And going
3: into the jump off, as you said, your first teams this year, your first championship. What was your mindset going into the jump off? Because it's a big stage to to then be in there for the very first time,
2: right now. You know, like it, you're not just
9: jumping for yourself out there; you jump for your team. You know, I. I Stood up to Robert there right when we were going over the jump boxes, so what's the game plan? He's like, don't worry about being too fast, you try to put a speed round. You know, he's like, don't be slow.
2: So I said, okay. So that's, uh, we went out there and that was my plan and it worked out. Are you feeling
3: are you relaxed about it or nervous or what was the emotions getting through?
9: I have to say, sitting up in the stage, up in the stands there the first day leading up that speed round, there was a lot of butterflies going through my stomach. <laughs> but after that round was over, it just felt like a, another day at the office. Jumped another round,
3: um, yeah, I mean, going into today, I wanted to produce a clean round and have a rail down, but uh, it felt good to be able to cruise that clean round for the jump off. Well done. McCain Ward, another day at the office. <laughs> 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 <Not quite. laughs> Talk us through, I mean, it was a road there, you were obviously going last in that initial round today. We knew what the odds were. You know, what, what, what was going through your mind? What, what are your thoughts afterwards? Uh,
2: well, it's, it's, it's been a long three or four days. It's been a long summer and year. And, uh, you know, my hat's off to Sweden today in particular. I didn't expect that, uh, that charge at the end that strong. Uh, when they logged the third clear round today, I thought, oh boy, we're in trouble. Um, I knew the situation going in. Um, I knew that uh, clear would win and, and I couldn't have a time fall. I stood it off the Liverpool a bit too far without going into too much detail I had it down. I knew I had to keep it on the floor um, and it was two chances to try to win this thing. I'm and, and very grateful that I, that I have such a great team, also delivering great scores. You know, Laura was clutched today um, and uh, got a second opportunity to, to help our team win. literally by two seconds in the end going in for
3: the jump off. I mean, Clinton is is another step up horse at a championship level.
2: Yeah, this is her first uh, championship. She's obviously an incredibly careful horse, um, and uh, you know, I, I thought going into the jump off that I was going to be at my best if I if I kind of just went in and, and did the best round I could. If I sometimes, if you go and you try to do just enough halfway, you end up making a mistake. Um, so I, I that was my approach. I know how what much quality she has, and uh, you know, in that moment, you, you got to do your best. That's, that's the only thing that's in front of you. Um, I'm very grateful to Robert and the confidence he had. You know, this team has a a lot of me on it. I'm very proud of the people here, my student. Also, I believed in Devin, and Laura's always been brilliant. And I have to be honest, on Tuesday night, I was getting in the bed with my wife, and I kind of looked at her and said, what the hell have I done here? (laughs) Um, But these guys came through brilliant. And, And for me, as I said a little bit earlier today, this team, this group, people behind us uh, all the way through. This is what's brilliant about America. Um, many different personalities, many different people um, trying to be great, fighting, uh, trying to be their, their absolute best. Uh, and, and In the end, I'm so proud of that and to be American today. Uh, this, is, this is truly who we are in our
10: The buzzer sounds. You canter toward the course full of confidence. You and your horse fly over the first as if you had wings. The timer ticks away. The rails stay in their cups. You risk the inside turn to the last big oxer. You sail over the final fence, clear with the fastest time for the win. The feeling you get after the perfect ride. It's why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Summer Games Electrolyte. Summer Games Electrolyte's research-proven formula was originally developed for the horses competing at the 1996 Olympics. Summer Games supports a healthy thirst response, proper electrolyte balance, optimal levels of performance, quick recover after exercise. The horse that matters to you, matters to us.
0: Well, this morning, before we saw jumping and won some team gold, we headed out to driving to watch the driving dressage, uh, Wendy and I and Jennifer yeah. did, and it was, there. the place was packed. There was a lot of people
6: there. Oh
1: my God, I couldn't believe it. And also, like, you know, the the driving dressage is fun for us drivers, but... You know, it's like dressage. You don't usually draw a giant crowd. And they were jam-packed in there. <laughs> they
0: were. You, if you had to get up and go to the bathroom, you weren't. I know. No, <laughs> you, you weren't getting your get seat out. back. No, it was great to see that. And what an exciting morning of driving again for the United States.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, we, don't, uh, we have about 19 team drivers here, but they're all the best teams in the world. So the level of dressage we watched today was really incredible. You know a, a Boyd Excel won today with a thirty one point uh, six eight, and his test was fantastic.
0: Oh, and the crowd just loves to see him come in too. Every yeah. time he made a teeny weeny wee little bobble someplace, or one of the horses put a foot mm. wrong, it was like oh.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, of course he has those beautiful black horses with the high white socks, and they just are magnificent what, movers. What are his horses? They're Dutch harness horses. Dutch
0: harness, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: and um. Or, or KWPM. And, of course, in second place is Chester Weber with a 35.10. He also is driving the KWPMs. And his bays are really just fantastic. I mean, you know, they anybody listening to this show yeah. knows, like, I love them. <laughs> I love Chester, but I love the horses even more. Um, so, and they really, like we talked about yesterday, they have to move in a block. And I think that's what Chester and Boyd really show is you don't ever... You, they, they all are so similar, not just in looks, but they're just all so talented. Like when I was back when I was driving, like my team was not like fancy schmancy, so people would try to say, "Oh, you need this fancy one." I'm like, "No, I can't have that fancy one. I let it make the rest of them look like dogs." <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard to put a team together like that with like four talented athletes that all match together. And I think they really pulled it off. There's something we
0: saw at the end of Chester's test that you don't see ever at the end of his dressage test Mm -hmm. is a huge smile. He was so happy. He was smiling the whole way out the ring. And you don't often see Chester at the end of dressage smiling like that. He should be. He was really, he was really happy. So let's uh, hear from Chester about his round.
7: I'm really pleased with the horses, uh, you know, uh, we've been building sort of towards this result all season, we've been sort of hovering around the 40 mark, and uh, I couldn't be more pleased with them uh, pulling out a 35 at the World Equestrian Games, uh, the horses felt really good, and, yeah, you know, I couldn't be more pleased with them. We uh, had a great show leading up to the last sort of big qualifier um, in Holland, they uh, they started coming really well together, and, um, you know... Uh, they, they're, they're all. They all showed the potential there. From Jane Clark, and the lead. Uh, who this? You know, he was with uh, Jimmy Carclaw in 2010. So he's been, a, been around the block for a while at this sport, and uh, he was moving like uh, you know, like he was a kid and uh, fresh, and, and looked great. So uh, I, I, I can't. I'm really humbled and, and proud of uh, how they all did. Both the team of people behind me. And, uh, because this takes a village, you know, it's uh, five horses here and uh, a whole team of people, and uh, it's important that everybody works well together. And
5: what do you think of the marathon course? There's been a lot of discussion on Section 9.
7: You know, uh, there's a lot of discussion about the heat, humidity, and uh, heat factors, but I think that that's all in good, good hands. The organization here uh, seems to be, you know, capable of doing the job, and they're going to make a decision, and we're all going to do our best. Um, certainly heat humidity is something I know something about coming from Florida. Uh, But it's hot. Uh, You know, I was uh, laughing almost today, when I realized I sweat through my pants (laughs) that I was wearing. Uh, You know, that that, that was a good indication it was pretty warm out there. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Was it tough going in after Boyd and and that score? I don't know if you saw it as you went in. No, you know, that's sort of motivating to me, to be honest. I sort of shook my head a little bit like a prize fighter and said, come on. Uh, you know, uh, my only concern about following Boyd was uh, I knew that the crowd would get a little bit, a little bit loud. I thought that they were, uh, to be honest, a little unfair to Misty. Uh, they clapped a lot when she went in. You know, there's a home team advantage and a disadvantage, and uh, I think that uh, Misty, Misty had some of the disadvantage today with when the, sort of the arena lit up uh, when she went in. Uh, that didn't help her, but I think the announcer and uh, the organization did a pretty good job, and amongst uh our sort of American fans and spectators and friends who sort of passed the Whisper campaign around, hey, when he goes in, please keep yeah. quiet when he's done, and make as much noise as you'd like. Yeah, you enjoyed it at the end. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, really nice. It's always, uh, it's special to, to be part oh, of a World yeah. equestrian Games yeah. and to be part of a uh, uh, one at home is even more special.
1: Okay, hey, that means Team USA is in first place, right?
7: I believe so. For right now, yeah. yeah let's give Dutch advice. You
1: got them. I I think we'll
7: be the overnight leaders. Yeah. You know,
1: tomorrow's
7: a new day. Okay,
1: good. Okay, so then in third, uh, we had a fabulous test from Isbrandt Chardon, and Chardon has been one of my like favorite drivers that's really inspired me since I even before I even thought I could drive a 4 in hand you know, watching him drive over the years, he's such a good horseman, he's World so champion a hundred times
0: over, I mean.
1: And also, I can't wait for cones, because he always, when, when he wins cones, he stands up in the carriage at full gallop. It's, like, super <laughs> exciting. But I really thought today, his horses were so relaxed. They may not be as extravagant movers as the rest, but his horses were so relaxed and supple through their whole body, like, really what dressage horses should be. Uh, they, they really were looking fantastic. And then, um, another Team USA driver, Ms. D. Wrigley Miller. And she was, uh, looking fabulous as ever. Uh, she always looks beautiful and so poised in the carriage, but her horses are so powerful. And it's amazing to watch her drive them. Uh, and she had a very good test, a very good test with very few errors, so.
0: And we got some sound from her too, because Misty's been kind of a favorite of ours over the years on all of our shows. Yeah. she's been she's so gracious with her time, mm-hmm. and she'll come on anytime. Now you're going to hear uh, in the sound clip we have of her. She also is a world champion, multiple, multiple, multiple time world champion yeah. of saddlebreds. Yeah. So they talk about and that and a polo a little bit. player.
10: She's she, a polo she's player?
1: player. Yeah. I not know. That. You know, I really think uh, as and we she's talked teeny. about, she's tiny. I know. As we talked about earlier with women in in horse sport. You know, there, there's lots of girls in horse sport, right? Yeah. There's women everywhere, but when you get to the higher levels, you don't always see that. And I think in a lot of ways it's because the demands of horse sport make you uh, kind of push your horse a lot more than many women are willing to go. Uh, but Misty's such a wonderful horsewoman and so inspiring, I think, to other women to, be, to get more into the high-level sport. So I think she's really an inspiration for us, and I, I, I think that uh, what she said today about her saddlebreds was great, so I can't wait to hear
11: it. Uh, tell us a little bit about how your test went out there. Um, overall, I'm really pleased. The horses were amazing. They were so ready for this test today, and um, we gradually brought them along, and, and they were ready for the test. What caught me by surprise a little bit when I came in the ring um, was how heavy the footing was. So my wheelers were really struggling a bit. And um, so that caught me by surprise and got me a little off my game. So I um, had one figure that I was not pleased with, um, but that wasn't the horse's fault. It was just uh, the the driver dealing with it. And um, so I'm, but I'm pleased with my horses. I love my horses. They were were great. Um, A lot of atmosphere here which I'm really glad, um, you know, the audience, the crowd was great, and um, so, yeah, good morning.
5: Yeah, and
11: what do you think of the marathon course? It's, it's a beautiful course. Richard Nickel has built a beautiful course. Um, the obstacles are challenging, but very fair, very drivable. Um, again, to, tomorrow um, I'm worried about the heat and the footing because as we've been walking these obstacles, you, you feel that because of the humidity and the heat, it's just heavy going. So um, I think that's going to pose a, a bit of a problem. But the obstacles themselves and the course, magnificent. And do you have any opinions on the Section A part? We heard from a couple of drivers that there's Yeah, I, I do. Um, I think if they took out Section A, it would be the good thing to do for the welfare of the horse. Um, as I said, the a lot of the European horses just are not used to this kind of heat and they've flown over. And to put that additional stress on them, I, I would not feel badly if they took out Section A, um, as I said, for the benefit of all the horses.
5: And what's it like to be here, you know, representing the United States? The it,
11: it's a bit overwhelming, you know. I thought, everyone's been telling me, it's just another competition, just, you know, it's just another competition, don't worry about it. And then when I tried came in and trotted down that center line, I've never had that happen to me before. <laughs> And, uh, and it's such an honor uh, to be here representing United States for this. you in other disciplines as well, what is it about mind driving that you love so much? The challenge. The challenge of um, taking four horses over three completely days, uh, different days um, of challenges for them and being able to, to come out all right. I, I just love that. And I love the... Actually, I love the time I have to spend with my horses because, it, as you guys know, it takes hours and hours and hours of training. The sport does not come easily. And I just love the hours I get to spend with my horses, you know, in other disciplines sometimes you don't get six hours a day, you know, just working with them. And I think I like that the most. How long have you been working with this team? Um, this particular team has been together about 18 months. Oh, but. And um, unfortunately, they say that um, the road to WAG is often fraught with peril. And it definitely happened to us this year. I had a couple of injuries and I had horses out for like several weeks at a time and missing competitions. So this group hasn't actually been to many competitions as a group. Um, I think maybe more as, as a group over this whole entire year. So I'm really pleased. I mean, they, they're such professionals. They came out this morning and they, they knew what day it was and uh, they said, okay, come on, we gotcha. Well, that's cool. Are you changing any of your horses before a marathon? Or are you switching them around at all? I will take um, one leader out and uh, put in my little marathon specialist, Wheeler, who, He's he's a little guy, but he's powerful. And he just, he's like, is, is that a post? We're not coming near it. I gotcha. (laughs) Is he a
1: leader or a wheeler?
11: He's a wheeler. Wheeler.
1: And um, how are uh, your horses are so extravagant in their movement, especially the leaders? They're so powerful. Do you feel like your time in the saddlebred world has really helped you deal with that kind of control?
11: Absolutely. There's no doubt that my cross-discipline training Mm -hmm. has helped. Um, Definitely my driving has helped, my saddlebred riding. And um, so, yeah, I'm not. I'm not afraid to have a big horse take me forward.
1: Well, I have one Thanks. more question. I forgot. Your hat is so fabulous. Is this a new hat for you?
11: This, no, it's it's um, a hat that I've worn in the last two competitions, mm-hmm. and the last two competitions have gone really, really well. <laughs> it's, it's a hat. So, lucky hat. So the entire barn, I, in an earlier interview, I said, no, I don't have a lucky hat. You know, I right. just want to feel good coming down center line. This is, the barn has now dubbed this the lucky hat. Lucky hat. <laughs> and a major hat. Katie Whaley. Katie
1: Whaley, okay, great. Okay, so to round out Team USA, we had Jimmy Fairclough, and Jimmy has been on multiple teams for the United States, driving four-in-hand. He's been driving four-in-hand forever, and um, he had a great dressage test today. He started off early in the morning, and uh, he scored a 53.86 he was leading the, the dressage for the first half of the day and his horses were looking fantastic and uh, Jimmy also is really a strong marathon driver and a very strong cones driver, so I think Team USA is looking very, very strong
12: okay, Hey Jimmy,
1: well. Wendy Hi. from Horse Radio Network Hi. Congratulations on your dressage score Thank you.
12: Thank you.
1: Um, how did, you felt like your dressage went pretty well
12: Yes, right? yeah, it went very well I'm, I'm pleased with it Mm -hmm. couple little things here and there Mm -hmm. um but um all in all it was a very nice test
1: yeah i thought you did great um you know our listeners love to follow you and your horses so can you tell us who you have in your team for dressage for
12: dressage i have coletta Mm
10: -hmm.
12: um, bento uh, um, left wheel is sitens and Mm -hmm. dapper
10: Oh, yeah. right. Okay. So
12: we're going to change them all around for Saturday. Yeah. Dapper goes from the wheel to the lead.
1: Oh, he does.
12: Bento comes from the lead to the wheel, mm-hmm. and uh, Coletta comes out in a horse named Zenden. Mm-hmm. We call him Scotty. I bought him in Scotland, and he goes in the lead with Dapper.
1: Okay. And so is Dapper your left leader?
12: Uh, Dapper's left leader. Yeah. Okay.
1: So we talk about that a lot about our left leaders. Yeah. So my, I know my left leader, and a lot of people's left leaders are always like the fabulous one, but they're kind of bratty. So is that why you had him in the wheel in dressage?
12: you' no, keep he's him under a, control? He's a little forward, mm-hmm. to say the least. So, yeah. you know, I think he's in the wheel, he's a little more controllable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's, and it's really interesting because Bento in the marathon is too aggressive.
1: Oh, really? And
12: so I put him in the wheel. Right, and, he can pull. Yeah, he can pull. Yeah. So. You know it's it's funny how their temperaments change yeah whether it's the marathon or dressage
1: yeah and you said you had to get up at six this morning to start so you yeah. were warming up in the dark
12: yeah well they had some lights up but yeah. not a lot
1: <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel that um you feel that helps you or hurts you starting early in the morning Are you an early morning person I, i'm a
12: morning person oh, so i good. don't really that's good you know but there's a lot to get done by eight
1: yeah
12: 8 15 when you're driving yeah
1: so. But well, we're all looking forward. This is like a, the dream team for Team USA, and um, we're really looking forward to your marathon and your cones,
12: okay, too. Great. So,
1: good luck with everything.
0: All right. Thank Thanks, you all Jimmy. Good. Congratulations. Okay. All right. And Team USA is in the lead as well.
1: I know. They have a pretty big lead. They um, are, have a score of 77.10. Uh, versus the Netherlands, who's in second place at eighty-seven point four three. That's a huge lead. Yeah, so that's pretty good.
0: And then France is but rounding tell you out what,
1: third. I'll and the Chardons and Coast de Ronde, i mean, they are yeah, like they're like marathon, they're machines.
0: marathon machines. So yeah, so we're going to. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll we have to have happens. a good marathon day tomorrow. But that's still yeah. a good
1: lead. I'm still excited. And
0: France in third too. Yeah. Yeah,
1: France had a really great dressage. Uh, also. Uh, French are pretty fast on marathon. And and the, the third, fourth, and fifth are like one point apart. You know, we have Belgium, who is also Belgian. The Belgian team is very, very strong. Uh, they have the Arabo-Frisians. We have um, also Germany. I mean, George von Stein. <laughs> yes. He's fast. Sandman and Marika Harm. I mean, this is like, this is what I'm saying. It's royalty. We have 19 teams here. But they're all, not one person, not one of the 19 teams would you want to drive against because they're so good. <laughs> so it's really a, uh, an exciting world championships.
0: Well, for those that are coming out tomorrow for uh, marathon, we have some changes. Do we want to go over those last minute changes?
1: Oh yeah. The, um, because of the weather, um, the section A has been shortened to three kilometers and the transfer section is shorter and uh, well.
0: Let's explain. Section A is kind of a roads and tracks like in roads eventing. Roads and tracks. The yes. eventing used to have.
1: Right. So we have a section A, and, and that's a that trot. Is that on a
0: walk or a trot? It's or? A trot. A trot. Okay. Oh,
1: actually, you can go at any pace. Okay, you can go at any pace, but most people trot it.
0: And how long is it?
1: It's three kilometers.
0: No obstacles, straight on, just trotting. Mm-hmm. It's okay.
1: Fifteen kph.
0: And then they come across the finish line there, and then they walk to section B, which is the obstacle.: Yeah,
1: so it's kind of like a rest time. It's called transfer now, but it used to be the walk section. And we used to have to walk one kilometer, and you used to have to walk... you used to have to walk one kilometer at seven kph, which is pretty fast.
0: So mm-hmm. they, they do that, and then they go to a vet before they go out on right. the Right, then they marathon go to the vet course. box. Okay. It's
1: a mandatory 10-minute Do they do uh, check pulse and all that? Do, yeah, they do TPRs. Uh, do they yeah. do
0: that with the riders or just the horses? Just the horses.
1: <laughs> and also, that's the vet box. With this heat,
0: maybe they should do the riders, yeah. too. Yeah, and so,
1: with, so in the vet box, um, some people might not know this that don't drive. When we get into the vet box, 10 minutes, you can't untack your horse and sponge them off. But you get in, they do your TPRs, and then you have time to cool them off. So, especially with a forehand, you need like four or five people there, right, to sponge your horse. Because we sponge all the horses intact, right? And you need people to hold them. Sometimes they're all hyped up. Uh, so... We have Because
0: they know what's coming next. They, yeah, it's the marathon. <laughs>
1: but you do, you need an entourage down there because you have to cool off. Four horses in harness. The driver needs a little sip of water. You know, you got to get anything adjusted. Like the A section actually is very important because you can tell uh, with driving, we talked about the four reins. So you buckle <laughs> your reins in a certain way so that you can drive your best marathon. Well... If you get on on A and you're like, oh my god, I buckle my reins wrong, or you did this, or you have to. adjust. Or it's a harness
0: adjustment or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and
1: and with riding, you don't have as many adjustments. But there say, way too many moving parts. Right, <laughs> like say, I have my leader's reins set on a setting on this bit that maybe I use for dressage, but I don't use that on marathon, and I realize that on A, you'd have time in the uh, vet box to switch that. But if you just start straight, uh, like if it was a horse trials, we just start straight right. on the B section. Yeah. And then sometimes you're in trouble because you can't stop on course. If you stop for attack change, I mean, you can stop, but it's going to hurt you on time.
0: So 1015 is when A starts. So that means they'll be getting into the B section with the obstacles at about 1045.
1: Right. We'll see the first one to go at about 1045. Um, it's about 1K between hazards. So if you get there at 10:45, you'll be able to see our first one, Jimmy Faircloud. one of the in United the Long States, James yeah. Hazard.
0: Which counts. And now is there a drop score? Is two going to count? And then
1: yeah, they can take. It's just like dressage. So in this phase, all three. Well, we're hoping all three finish, right? right? And then the lowest marathon, or the you know the highest marathon score is dropped, okay. and then that's added to the two dressage scores but like i said before they have to finish for their scores to count
0: we don't have a lot of time because we're gonna have a long show tonight with everything we have to cover but uh one things i did want to mention when you're watching tomorrow they are timed in each obstacle right so that's important that's why they're trying to go through there as quickly as possible
1: like there's an optimum track time so the track time is like 14 kph on the track the track is like about seven and a half kilometers right so they have to do it within that time but then uh, like in the old days when you had eventing there was a pen the, there was the in and out the penalty, zone. the penalty zone we still have the in and out so as soon as the nose of the leader goes through the in the timer starts and you have to go through that as fast as possible and those are your penalty points that are at the end of the marathon the track time, if you get in the optimum time, it's zero penalties. Right. So you're hoping to have zero penalties on your track time. So
0: the penalties come in, in if you're slow or you you, you miss a time. gate or then there's penalties for that. Right. And, and things So like no that. one
1: can go clean on marathon for driving. Right. Because they're going to get timed in each hazard.
0: And now there is kind of a, a, an award that everybody loves, and I don't know if they do it at this level, but that's if you have the fastest time through... Uh, with most shows like at Live Oak, you have the fastest time through each obstacle. You kind of get a prize for being the fastest. Oh yeah, through that Live obstacle. Oak is great because yeah. they have a
1: sponsor, and you get a thousand dollars if you're the fastest <laughs> this is through each so obstacle. So everybody is like running. A and statistic. then if you get yeah.
0: through like four or five obstacles the fastest, you walk away with like five grand Big yeah. checks. Yeah, yeah. but well,
1: we don't have money at, uh, in the obstacles at this show, but it's still exciting. I mean, they want to do it more thing. than money. It's a
0: pride <laughs> thing, yeah, for them. Yeah. So this is gonna be a thrilling day. This is the one that Jennifer and Wendy and I, we love tomorrow. It's gonna be so much fun. We'll be walking. If you see us, say hi. Yeah. So if you see us out there, please say hi. We met so many listeners at eventing out in the cross country. We would love to see you out marathon. Walk around, see all the obstacles, take time and and make the make the round like that's what we do. We start at one and then we just work our way around. Yeah. So that by the end of the nineteen we're kind of at the last one and it works out really well.
1: I think, too, one of the best places to stand if you are not wanting to walk the whole thing is by the rock the, yeah, with the flag. It has a
0: flag on top, yep. Chimney yeah. rock. Chimney rock. It's a replica of chimney rock. And you can see three of the obstacles from there, three, including water.
1: Uh, yeah, and yeah, you can see three of the obstacles, including the water, and that should be pretty exciting. Like we talked to Mark um, yesterday about that. That should be pretty fun.
0: Here we go. In the world of horse racing and elite equestrian sports, it's all about how to prepare and repair. Ice Vibe is a truly portable and highly efficient circulation therapy system for your horse. Before activity, prepare to prevent damage by using the Ice Vibe's vibration pads. Repair after the event by using the unique combination of cold packs and vibration to minimize swelling and encourage blood flow. And because it's battery powered, Ice Vibe is truly portable. The essential and affordable tool to prepare and repair. Ice Vibe. You can find out more details about Ice Vibe at ice-vibe.com or horsewear.com. Or ask your local tax shop or online supplier for more information about Ice Vibe Circulation Therapy from Horseware. And now it's time for our para coverage here on day whatever it is here at the World Equestrian Games. And we have Charlotte Merrill-Smith over there. Hi, Charlotte. Hi Glenn. And we have Katie Jackson here as well. Hi Glenn. So you guys, it was a fun day of team competition here at the Para. A little bit warm. <laughs> Just a little at <laughs> the least. So how'd it go?
13: Started the morning off with our grade three riders and exciting. Well, let's explain
0: what the day was again. So it's team competition. Ah. So where we, how do we add it all up and stuff?
13: So this is the second day of team competition. So yesterday we had three of our grades go with the grades two, four, and five. Uh, and today will be the final two grades with the threes and the ones. So uh, a little bit confusing in that each... Of the teams has four riders, and those four riders can be from any of the five grades. And we reviewed that a little bit yesterday. Yep. Uh, in that you can have no more than two riders at any one grade, and that you have to have a one, two, or three. All so, right. So if you had... can repeat that back to me, um, I'm impressed. I got it.
0: <laughs> totally. So, so we had two more Clear grades go today, and then we ended up with winners. So let's, yeah, go ahead.
13: Okay. Yeah. So the grade threes started off with uh, Rick Vanderhorst, who had a lovely ride again today. She actually finished in the silver position. And in the top spot, Natasha Baker from Team Great Britain. Our very own Rebecca Hart in the number three spot with hey, another super ride. Way to go, Becca! A seventy-two point eight five to bring the U.S. team closer to a top spot for uh, the team competition.
0: And then the grade.
13: Grade ones Once, this afternoon. Okay. Uh, in the number three spot, we had Denmark. In the number two spot, Germany, and number one with Sarah Morganti. Uh, from italy with a 75 percent uh, i do have to give a shout out to our very own roxanne trunnell who come in came in number four with a 72.46 on oh, dalton so we had some really strong rides by all four members of our team
0: now uh, i watched some of the, the great ones today and just amazing first of all but uh, I, we noticed we had a question that a lot of times they'll bring another horse over and stand them by the the out gate. Um, is that just to keep the horse company the, uh, that's in the ring? Is you know is is that something that's allowed everywhere or is it just in Para? Or?
13: I don't know about everywhere else, but in Para, yeah, it's yeah. Um, a buddy horse. So because you know you, you feel lonely when you're out there in the middle of the arena, yeah. you know, another body. For, yeah. And for safety, too. Yeah. Yeah. you know, The concern with coming into a big environment like this is that the horse could, uh, for whatever reason, shy or feel uncomfortable. And it's just one more um, level of safety to make sure that the riders are um, able to give their best performance and that the horse isn't worried that it is all alone. So that's so, basically, it's it. an option. So it is, It's available an, it's to any an rider in the Yeah. So anyone, you I, have to I, declare. I, be, I would like to see that in What <laughs> I know. Right now. <laughs> mm. It makes sense. You're riding a herd animal, and you take them away from their friends, and they have to focus. So um, I think it's really nice to have that friendly horse available.
0: Oh, good. All right. So how do we do?
13: What was the finals after all of that two days of competition? Taking home the bronze medal was Team Germany with 219 points.
0: And we sat with the Team Germany contingent over there during the award ceremony, and they are very happy. So excited. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
13: Uh, in the silver medal position, team Great Britain did a lovely job with two hundred and twenty two total
0: points. Woohoo, I'll do that for Sarah or oh. Samantha. Samantha.
13: Woohoo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's for you, Samantha.
13: And drum roll for the gold medal was our Dutch team. With 223 total points. So congratulations to and all. They, they were standing up on the balcony at Legends, screaming and yelling at the top of their lungs with their orange cowboy hats on. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
13: <laughs> Just a little excited. Yeah. Uh, they did a fantastic job, really, by all. Uh, and success, too, for the U.S. We finished in the number five spot, which oh, is a great finish. And uh, everyone, I think, is is very proud of that.
0: Very good. And they'll have another round of Paris tomorrow, right? We will. And we have the freestyle. Mm-hmm. So yes. the top how many from each uh, grade go?
13: The top eight from each grade we go have, tomorrow. We, we have how many grades? Five. Five. Five grades. Five times eight. So we have 40 rides tomorrow. Good
0: math, Look at Jennifer.
13: me doing math. <laughs> I was thinking too hard. She got it. <laughs> Congrats,
4: yeah. Cool.
0: Well, thank you, and congratulations to the Netherlands for taking home the gold and Para, and we'll have some individual winners tomorrow. Now, is it each class, uh, each grade medaled separately tomorrow for, for freestyle? Yes, okay. so
13: there's another opportunity for bronze, silver, and gold in each of the five okay. grades.
0: Great. That. Terrific. Cool. Yeah. All right, well, then we'll find out who wins tomorrow. You can watch it at FEI TV. Uh, and I don't know what NBC's covering. I have no idea. But FEI TV has all the coverage, so you can watch it there. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Do you have the competitive advantage engineered with the industry-leading innovations for sheer performance? The new Bates Advanta delivers on its promise to be your ultimate secret weapon. You have never been this close to your horse. The Bates Advanta Aventing Saddle is engineered for the perfect connection. With an ultra-sensitive feel of your horse and effortless balance, together you are poised for takeoff and prepared for the unexpected. Sharpen your reflexes and push your boundaries in the new competitive advantage, the Bates Advanta Aventing Saddle. We dare you to take the test ride challenge and unlock your performance advantage today. Book your test ride at BatesSaddles.com. That's BatesSaddles.com.
1: We're here with Krista Mack of Vaulting. She's a lunger for Elizabeth Osborne, and she's also been very involved with Team USA. So welcome, Krista, to the, to the uh, WEG show. Thank you for having me. So how's, how's Vaulting going over there? It's going great. We
14: are representing USA, and we're having a blast over there. It's a little mm. bit warm, but we're having a really good time. So it, now, you're inside, right? You're inside the stadium. We're in an indoor stadium, mm-hmm. yes, and it's. Uh, so instead
0: of getting baked, they're getting or yeah. instead of getting fried like we are, they're getting that baked. We're getting baked. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
14: <laughs> <laughs> and you are in the arena where they had the raining. Yeah. So usually mm-hmm. with WAG, uh, we don't get to compete the same time as raining Mm because we generally use the same venue do you guys use the same footing do they have to change the footing they do they have to change the footing the rainers use a really deep Mm -hmm. sort of um soft dirt footing so they can slide and spin and the vaulters need um a more compact ggt footing Mm -hmm. so that we can have safety and we can get some good punch off the ground for the vaulters what's nice
0: is they only have to change the footing in a circle
14: yeah And a little runway. <laughs> and a little
0: runway. So I was over there. I've been covering it for a couple of days. And, and we, I left right before they did the team medal the other night. So that's when I left. And uh, tell us what we have left at this point. And then there seemed to be a highlight last night that's kind of going a little bit viral. And the it is. who that test just was amazing. So let's talk about what's left and then what happened last night.
14: So we've gotten through the first part of uh, vaulting for the individuals, which is compulsories and freestyle. And then we, uh, based off of the cut, we also had 15 of the top male and female do their tech test yesterday. So Mm -hmm. today is our day off, and then tomorrow we get to do round two freestyle. Uh huh. And what,
1: can you tell us a little bit about... The difference between your compulsories and the freestyle? Yeah, so the compulsories are a set a set of
14: um, movements that the vultures do. Each mm-hmm. vulture does the exact same thing, and based off of that score, we get our initial ranking. Mm-hmm. And the freestyle is very fluid, and the vultures get to really um, embrace their own individuality. They get Mm -hmm. to choose some music and themes, and it it gets a little more creative for them. Mm -hmm. And then the tech test is a set of moves that they also have to do within a freestyle. So it's interesting because you'll see the same moves repeated Mm -hmm. within the freestyle, but maybe in a different order. And then you'll see some artistry, too, that you didn't get to see in compulsories. Oh,
1: that's great.
14: And now you lunge. You're the lunger. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm the lunger. So I'm the one standing... Hopefully still in yeah. the center, lunging the horse around. Um, the horse is supposed to really just focus on me, and mm-hmm. the, the horse and I have the communication while the vulture is
0: just supposed to do but the vulture's stru- job. the vulture's gets scored, right?
14: The horse is 25% of the score, so and the horse it's, is it's very meaningful. important. so yeah. you
0: break into a trot, that's not good.
14: No, that's a huge deduction. <laughs> oh, really? We saw a couple yes. of those, though, this week. A break into yeah. a trot or disobedience. That's a very big deduction. Yeah, coming
0: into the middle for a carrot—not good. No, that's <laughs> no. not good at all.
14: Not coming into the middle at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how do you choose? Like, how do you choose the perfect vaulting horse? The perfect vaulting horse to me, I prefer warm bloods because mm-hmm. they naturally have an athletic ability and an ability to score well in vaulting. Mm-hmm. You'll see that too with some of the draft crosses. You'll be, you'll, be, you'll be able to find a good draft cross every once in a while that, that has the movement also. And um, really, they just have to be a special kind of horse that's very tolerant mm-hmm. and very forgiving Right. and maybe has a little bit of pep too. Yeah. But, I mean, the most important things are that they're obedient mm-hmm. and that they're safe and yeah. that they have a good quality canter. Right.
0: It's interesting. We were talking to a couple of uh, vaulters earlier in the week, and I asked them, you know, when, when the horse slows up and gets more forward, and do you have to compensate? And they said, yeah, we have to always be thinking about what the horse is doing, too, because if the horse gets more forward, we have to think about being more forward. And, boy, that's a lot to think about in yeah. a short period of time while you're up there trying not to die you know, <laughs> they don't think
14: about it like that. Glenn. I don't think they think about it in terms of diet, <laughs> but they're supposed to be focusing on their routine or on their compulsory. Mm-hmm. So it really is the lender's job to make it easy for them by keeping a horse with a really even tempo mm-hmm. and a consistent way of going. Now that's yeah. not always the case. Right. Um, in 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 my well, case, there's a horse
0: involved. Right, <laughs> yeah. I know exactly.
14: Uh, my horse, Upguard Sting, this is his first major competition. He's only been a vaulting horse for two years. Oh, wow. Before that, he was doing pre-St. George over in Denmark. So oh, he's wow. had some exposure, but mm. not, like, at this level at all. Right. And even the competitions we have here in the United States are much smaller in... Usually, I didn't think about that, smaller yeah. venues, smaller crowds. There's right. not quite a, as much electricity in the air. Yeah.
0: At vaulting, watching vaulting is a lot like watching raining and not dressage because they get crazy down there.
14: Yeah. <laughs> they
0: hoot and holler.
14: <laughs> oh, yeah. We hoot and holler. We have oh, face okay. paint. Oh, we're waving really? flags. Oh, great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're, they're stomping and
14: chanting. It's when more they like come a in. European soccer
0: game yeah. sometimes. <laughs> it's a lot of fun oh, to God. watch because of the audience. But that
1: must be hard for a dressage horse. To
14: make that transition. So I tend to look for a horse that's not quite so hot, maybe Mm. a little bit on the dull side. Um, And that's okay. I like horses that are a little bit dull because I'd rather
1: push them a little Mm -hmm. bit for the quality of canter than have to hold them back. And so they... um, Sorry, Glenn. Go ahead. So the same people will be on that one horse, but you don't have to switch horses or anything. No, you don't have to switch horses. Although in
14: the United States... um, with our USEF rules, we're allowed to switch horses. Uh-huh. We, can do, um, we can go on a different horse for compulsories, yeah. like if you want maybe a little more lift so that you can get the height in the flight. Oh, oh, no, yeah. Or you can go on a flatter horse you know, for the freestyle moves. Yeah. But in the FEI, you have to have the same, the horse, same horse for all rounds.
0: Okay, that's great. So uh, we've been following Mary McCormick yes. and Tessa
14: Davida. Yes.
0: And so how are they standing? They went through the round of 15. They went through the technical test, yes. right? And will they be going on at this point?
14: Yes. Everybody that made it to round two will continue on. They both had great tests. Um, Mary- we actually had
0: three Americans in the top 15.
14: We did. Yes. Yeah. Elizabeth Osborne also. Yeah.
0: Which is, um, I'm looking at the other countries and, you know, Germany. Um, I'm trying to find another Austria, one Austria,
14: I believe. Oh, you know why Austria? uh, Unfortunately, one of the Austrian girls hurt her knee during her routine. Was that the one we heard about yesterday? No, that was Italy. During her dismount, she injured her knee. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was in in third or fourth place during the technical. And she completed her technical. She'll get a score for it, but unfortunately, I don't think she's going to continue that on. That stinks.
0: After all this work, up all does, those years. Yeah. You know,
14: but it happens here. I think it happens with other disciplines, too. You see a jumper might pull out yep. at the last minute and say, you know what? My horse can't go on. This is better for the horse just to not go on to this next round.
0: And these, it's like gymnastics. These kids, yeah. men, men and women, not kids. There's a, Mary's 35. Yes. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah, she's 35. That's this good. is her, like, fourth wag, I think. It's crazy. It is. Yeah. I know. So it's crazy. But uh, the, the athleticism, and they're doing this from the time they're little.
14: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the vultures that we have here have been doing it all their lives. Some of it come into it when they're teenagers. And if you have a gymnastics background, that's really helpful because... Yeah then you, you've already won half the battle yeah. there, right? Um, so some of them are a little bit older, some of them are a little bit younger, but these athletes train, and they train hard mm-hmm. all week long, early mornings, late nights. And they're not just training on the horse. They're in the gymnastics gym. They're doing running, all kinds of fit, physical really? fitness to keep their...
0: Their That's like up. totally
14: opposite
1: end of the spectrum of drivers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said it, I did. Um, so the Parada, de tell us about that last night, and the the the, the two that won. You posted it this morning; it was shared oh, yeah. like a hundred times. It's been yeah. going crazy. I know. It just was. A, I watched it; it was incredible. So the
14: watch. Austrians were sort of the defending champions coming into this. That's
0: Jasmine uh, Lindner and Lucas Waka.
14: Yes. And uh, they had a phenomenal routine also, but they just weren't 100%. They were maybe 99%, and that made the difference for the Italians to just sneak right past them, and they took home the gold.
0: When you saw the smiles after they got off and and waved, they knew.
14: They knew. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They knew. (laughs) They knew.
0: I and mean, that was just fun to watch. It really was yeah. because they were so excited and happy. I'm glad yeah. you posted that yeah. last night. Well,
1: and it's great to see, you know, at a championship like this where all the other disciplines are there. So you might have people like us that aren't really used to seeing vaulting. Right. So to have the uh, somebody that's not the favorite win is kind of exciting. It like, is, yeah.
0: <clears throat> we're hoping for that in driving too. But we'll see how what do you mean? Chester's <laughs> the favorite to win. <laughs> Um, so what do we have tomorrow? We have the individual. We'll, we'll medal individual female and male.
14: Yes, and team.
0: And team. The okay. team
14: has their final round of freestyle also.
0: All right. And if you if you get a chance to watch it on FEI TV and watch the, the teams uh, do it, whether you know, it's one thing to watch one vaulter, but to watch four or five, it's incredible to watch them on the horses. Yeah, yeah
14: team is, I find, very exciting because it's a team of six vaulters and um, there'll be three people on the horse at one time at any given moment during a four-minute routine, and they'll be stacked two people high on top of a cantering horse doing some things that I wouldn't do on a ground with, you know, mm. safety mats around right. me. So talk
0: about trust too with the flyers, yes. trusting the uh, trusting those bases.
14: Oh. Wow, I know. And, and the, the flyers ability, are little kids
0: or 11 year The ability old. of
14: a base to <laughs> hold up a flyer above his or her head mm. while. Absorbing the movement of a cantering horse underneath them,
1: and what do the horses think? Like your horse, for example, used to be a dressage horse. Would it? Would it? Does it take a long time to transfer them to be a team horse
14: yeah, with because all those people?
0: They're not supposed to be bouncing around up there. In they're dressage. not, and
14: they're not <laughs> supposed to. Uh, a, t- a vaulting horse is not supposed to react to a weight shift, whereas right. a dressage horse is. Right. So yeah, it does take a little bit of untraining and retraining mm-hmm. to get the horse to ignore some of the movement that's going on on top yeah. of them. Well, and some horses would be terrified if six little gymnasts were like running yes, at them. And I jump. know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's luck too when you mm-hmm. find a horse, and they learn really quickly. Um, and sometimes it takes a little while to train them, but mm. every once in a while, you find that special horse that yeah. that enjoys their job mm-hmm. and does it really well. And yeah. you can tell when they have a team on them; they're just they're in the zone. They know yeah. they're competing. Oh, that's great.
0: The Canadian team, I think, won the award for for horses, though, just because it's a 19-hand Percheron. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes,
14: his name is Charles. We and
0: owned Percherons, and we're 18 hands. That horse is huge.
14: He is. He's a big and boy. And that little flyer's 11, and she I stands. Know. She's teeny.
1: How do, they up get there?
14: There. How do they get up there on 19 <laughs> hands? You know, believe it or not, a cantering horse gives a lot of lift so if mm-hmm. you manage to punch the ground at the exact right but she time could barely uh, reach
0: the top I, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's that's, cra- so that's a crazy yeah. and i asked him i said is, does it seem higher you know and they said well once you're up there you're kind of just doing your thing and you know the ground's the ground right so but that's a huge horse
14: <laughs> yeah and charles is a great horse he's actually an american horse owned by a club in los angeles um and he had an American team on him also that was just amazing. So
0: he his knows his feet job. are bigger than your head. I, have, I, yeah, they,
14: <laughs> they, he, <laughs> I mean, he puts dinner plate feet to shame. He's <laughs> got... Uh, in our Bucket youth. feet. <laughs> he's so a great, great
0: guy, though. I love percherons, and he's yeah. just a great guy. He is. He's a great yeah. horse. They said he was part percheron Friesian, but that's not. He can't be. It's mostly percheron.
14: I, I think he has a lot of percheron. Yeah, in I him. think
0: the Friesian maybe 30 generations ago. But <laughs> but if you look per- at
14: his mane and his tail, he's definitely got a little Friesian in oh, there. He has <laughs> yeah. beautiful long hair. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he
0: is huge. All right, I have to come you see You have to draw. go see that horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's just go incredible. visit him. Yeah. We need a picture of you underneath him. You can stand up. Okay. No problem. Thanks <laughs> a lot. We appreciate your help. Thanks for and, having me. Uh, maybe we'll get you back after the finals. That would we'll be great. About, yeah, that would be Yeah, terrific. I'd enjoy that. All right. Uh, finally, we had somebody knowledgeable on this show talking about vaulting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have no people of wag tonight, but I did want to mention that there's a tack shop at the place we're staying. It's called TAM's, and it's much more than a tack store. At TAM's, you'll always find the latest in tack and English riding apparel. The store has antiques mixed in, from painting to furniture. For the merchandise, they have partnered partnered with local artisans. You'll find that they offer one-of-a-kind... The way she writes is... You'll find that they offer one-of-a-kind equestrian-themed jewelry, stained glass, painted glassware, hand-carved wooden bowls, and ironwork made from horseshoes. Their stock is always updated with new creations arriving monthly. In fact, you'll be amazed at what TAMS has for both the local and out-of-town shopper. So keep them in mind when you need that perfect gift for the horse lover or just a unique addition to your house. To see their curtain stock, visit them at tams, T A M S, tax com. Tams, tax com.
1: You know what they have there that I really like Yeah, want? you were in there last
0: night. Oh, yeah, I was in there yeah, for Of a course, long since time. there's a shopping place, Wendy's in there.
1: They have these stools with saddles on them. Oh, yes. You know, but yes. they're not just like crappy saddles. There's one with like a passier, just our <laughs> saddle. Did you see that one, Jen? I was like, oh my gosh. I I wanted to find out if... Could I please take that off the (laughs) stool? I'll just buy the stool, have it removed, and put it on my horse. I know. I know.
0: So that was a lot of fun. If you want to see it, go to TamsTaxStore.com. It's only about 10 minutes here from Tryon. It's where we're staying at, because they have a bed and breakfast, too. Yeah. So that's it for today's show. Well, that's enough. We had a lot of show today. Um, And... So that's it for today. We'll be back tomorrow with the exciting finale of the marathon and driving. Also tomorrow, we have more para. We have the para freestyles, as they talked about.
1: And
0: we have... Vaulting. Vaulting, I think, tomorrow as well. The vaulting
1: finals and show jumping. No,
0: it's not show show jumping. jumping Show jumping tomorrow. They have
3: a day off,
1: right? Yeah,
0: so that'll be Sunday along with the finals and cones on Sunday. So we have two more days here at the World Equestrian Games, and we're going home because we're worn out. So... We'll see you all tomorrow.